Well, folks, uh, we are back with our Dicey Tales, taking a little break from our first edition Dungeons and Dragons game to uh, play a little bit of pulp action. Yeah, you see something, something like that, something like that. So, uh, Richard's back with us tonight. Who you got, Richard? I have got Richards. Also, Matt Braddock, the amazing um, person who thought he was a farmer pilot, but probably isn't. <laughs> Jeff? I have Nico Sartin. He is a uh, Corsican mafia hitman. Okay. And Bill? I am playing Reginald Fane. He is a wealthy... Uh, espionage agent. Um, I kind of envision him as the uh, 1950s version of Leslie Howard in the Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> All right. And Oak. Hey, it's Oak. I'm playing Jackie Calhoun, the chemist and demolitions expert, who now also knows that he can turn invisible. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, so yeah, you guys found out quite a few things uh, last episode. Uh, I don't know if Richard had a chance to listen or not. <laughs> well, I mean, in between the motorcycling to the uh, plane that we got on, that seemed that uh, chatterbox over there was talking so much I didn't get to say a single word during that entire time. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. But yes, I did indeed watch it this morning. So, so I memory. you guys are on a plane heading to Turkey, uh, to a castle in Turkey that you all have vague memories of. So your memories are returning slowly. Uh, you, you're still patchy here and there. Um, as the plane ride progresses, you are starting to remember more and more things. And I'm just assuming that uh, after... Uh, Richard, your character just slathered himself with the drugs too, after everyone else did. You no. got a little taste of it before, but uh, that's how everybody started getting their full memories. Oh, okay. Back. <laughs> yeah. The the little the little sponge in the envelope. They decided right. just to get it all up in their stuff. I thought that was just Jackie who decided <laughs> to do that, but no, okay. If it's yeah. a group effort, I'm in. Yep. Uh, Reginald uh, is still out, unconscious. His vitals are fine. They're good and strong. Uh, those of you, I don't think any of you have medic experience, but soldier will give you a little bit of it. Uh, it's almost like he's dreaming because you can see like the rapid eye movement um, beneath his eyelids as his eyes are just uh, rolling around uh, like you would in dream sleep. Uh, snores a little bit. Vitals are perfectly good, but he, he you just cannot seem to wake him. More morphine. Oh. Morphine. Morphine, 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 one morphine. Because that's what wakes you up. Yes. <laughs> I, we don't have any medic guys. So we don't know. All right. We know morphine. I, can, I got mechanic. I, can, I mean, give me the right parts. I can try to rebuild them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, January seems to come and go. Um, so you figured out January is kind of a gestalt personality is kind of a tulpa that when you guys are all around each other and just in a particularly harmonious mindset, he just seems to spontaneously appear. Uh, And he's able to answer a few questions here and there, but he's not able to stay long. It seems like, it seems almost like if you're expecting him or you take too much notice of him, he's finding it a lot harder to stay around. 
We shall fly to India, man, if we get the uh, whole yoga thing going. Nine- <laughs> right. Nine- so there's still some blanks in your memory. Um, like, you still don't know exactly what Firefly is, but you are starting to piece together that uh, the castle that you're heading to in Turkey has something to do with Firefly. You're also piecing together that it was likely your last mission together. Uh, but you're not remembering exactly what it was or what happened. You're still trying to have work out why it was that as a group, you guys decided to beat the living hell out of this uh, captive that you had. And some of you are getting p- bits and pieces of that back. Like you all are now remembering that this guy was likely the officer that would administer the drugs to you after successful missions uh, to kind of give your, your psyche a break. So you didn't have to dwell on a lot of what you saw. <clears throat> and also the guy that would prep you and get you ready for your next mission so that you were mission ready. So you all kind of remember him from that, but you really don't know why you would have such aggressive tendencies towards him. <laughs> Yeah, what what we discovered he was doing, maybe. Maybe you know. we just didn't like it and wanted out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be. Uh but the exact memory as to what might have triggered all that rage in you guys, it's just not there. Uh it's things are coming back slow. It seems like it'll take a little time for everything to build back. All right, so you guys are in flight with a stolen airplane. This is uh, this is a cargo plane uh, that had been decommissioned. The guy had ripped out most of the seats uh, to space them out more. He used this as a kind of a, a tourist thing, right? So, like the the <laughs> the uh, the doors on the side that were often used to to load this thing up with cargo are created so that like. It can at low altitudes they can be opened up so people can get a good view uh the landscape passing below that sort of thing uh looking at some of the lanyards that are set up it also looks like he did some skydiving out of this like people might have uh, parachuted from this as well uh just a an adventuring sort of thing um so it's significantly lighter than it would uh, normally be uh, as it doesn't have quite as much weight in it. Uh, mostly things being stripped out for comfort. Uh, there's nothing stored in it. So it's flying pretty good, Braddock. You've been behind the <clears throat> the yoke for a bit now. Um, uh, hey, quiet dog. There's no dogs on board this plane. <laughs> I pushed the dog out of the... Uh... I was going to say airlock, but we don't have airlocks on the plane. Oh, <laughs> Just out the door. <laughs> exactly. Do we um, have somebody with backup pilot skill? Is he our dog? And he just pushed him out. Yeah, <laughs> the dog was the co-pilot. <laughs> I mean, so presumably January could do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if January is everything, all of us then. Unless the person he pulls the piloting skills from is dead, then yeah. Oh yeah, if I I was thinking more unconscious. I wasn't thinking my own death, but yeah, you know, I suppose. A dream big. I mean, if I'm dead, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) If Braddock's dead, everything ceases to be his problem. Yeah. Good way to look at it. Okay, so you guys are talking back and forth as you are starting to gain some memories. Um, 
Reginald's still out, and uh, it, it's it's quiet. You're in to, tonight now, uh, Braddock. You can actually choose to or not to have lights. Uh, your your flight lights on. Up to you, since you know you're per- you can see perfectly fine out there. <laughs> no point. Yeah, I mean, how do I even know the difference between night and day? Is okay. it just the position of the sun? <laughs> Pretty much. Things just well, don't doesn't matter for you. For you. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe that's why Braddock is a little unhinged, uh, because like when he closes his eyes to sleep, it's still bright as day. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, right. Um, so you guys are going, kind of being lulled into this uh, comfort state where, you know, the plane's taking very little to keep it going. Uh, you're you're navigating by map and what small uh, instrumentations you've got there, but Braddock is an old hand at this. It's not a problem. Uh, when Reginald uh, just kind of sits bolt right up, uh, he's probably laid out in uh, one of the nicer seats that are set up for, you know, passengers of, the, of, of this plane. And uh Reginald, your eyes come wide open. You remember everything. You, everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's actually, as you're coming out of it, you're like, I remember. And as you say that, <clears throat> uh, Braddock, I'm going to move this over on a map here. That's funny. <laughs> I was just, just going to ask you that because I get the the Mediterranean on my computer, and I'm thinking, are we going through Israel and Lebanon, or are we going across the ocean? So, I, um, I answered. Three aircraft uh, just are on your tail. You had not noticed them at all before. You're not exactly sure where they came out, uh, came from, uh, but you notice the lights in the distance, and you take a look back. Uh, there are three World War II German aircraft coming fast up on you. So this is where we get to do the vehicle chase rules that are uh, in this book because it's fun. (laughs) For whom? For whom? (laughs) Right. All right. So everyone is going to roll initiative for this, but Braddock's role is the one that really matters. Okay. So everybody go ahead and roll your initiative. And you use zero points on initiative? We are going to figure out what your priority is. Um, And no, I don't believe you can. Is that correct, Jeff? I don't think you can use them. No. And my my power is strictly invisibility. There's no teleportation or anything, is it? Right. Yeah. And it's not even technically invisibility. It's just uh, it's kind of twofold. Yeah, it kind of bends light. Uh, You blend things really easily. And it's impossible to really see you you if someone doesn't know that you're there. They know that you're there. You're very hard to spot. If they don't, you're practically. So I'm the predator. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. uh, So Longshot GM says Brit airships are far faster than German early models. Yes, they may very well be. Unfortunately, this is not a Brit cargo ship that they happen to be in. Uh, Right. So what have we got for massive failure? Richard failed. Okay. What kind of plane are we in? Uh, it's a cargo hauler. It's uh, it's it's very old. <laughs> uh, it has been, uh, as I said, it's it's largely been a lot of the uh, extra weight uh, has been ripped out, so it is lighter than it normally is. Uh, but it, it is not an agile nor fast craft. Do we have any like 
big weapons in it or anything? Well, here's the thing. Someone took the mounted machine gun, the light machine gun, out of yep. the yeah the motorcycle sidecar. Now, you haven't mounted it in the plane yet. Uh, I mean, you do have a cargo door to the rear of the plane you could drop, but at this altitude, it's probably not a great idea. Uh, you probably need to lose altitude for that to happen. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this thing started. Well, first of all, the pilot failed. Uh, so if I, <laughs> the pilot is, uh, is, is not going to take the turn first. The rest of you guys, though, uh, who passed? Who, who do we have? Uh, I've got a nine pass. pass. Jackie passed. Everybody uh-huh. else passed. All uh-huh. right. So what are you guys doing in the plane as Braddock lets everyone know that you've got three bogeys on your tail? Coming in fast. I'm gonna I'm gonna look for weapons or anything we could throw out of the uh, the plane. Yeah, again, uh, the altitude is problematic for opening any of the doors. You're you're flying kind of high because Braddock wanted a good easy, so he's above the above the cloud level where there's a lot less wind stress. So opening anything up here is not a good idea. But looking around for weapons, I mean, you've got your rifles, you've got that light machine gun. Uh, other than that, nothing else. The plane certainly isn't armed. Okay. Okay. Uh, so being a cargo plane, it has a big cargo go- uh, doors on the left and right, and in the back end of it also has a like a I don't know what you call that a ramp. The ramp. Yeah. The ramp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Reginald, that's what you're doing, and of course you spot the machine gun, you spot your rifles, uh, but yeah, you know that you're just up too high to open up those doors right now. I mean, you know, when Braddock finally does something, maybe he'll drop altitude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I don't do something, we will be dropping altitude. That's true. Either in a plane or individually. Uh, Jackie, what are you doing? I am looking for any kind of harnesses or something that I can strap myself down to keep from being sucked out of the plane in case of a uh, bullet wounds or if we just have to open up a hatch. So I mentioned that the rail and the clips for people that would uh, use this uh, for parachuting are here. So you can put one of those harnesses on and clip your clip yourself in. <clears throat> there are no parachutes, though, <laughs> you're noticing. <laughs> but the harnesses are here. Yeah, I just want to make sure uh, I don't get sucked out if it happens. Okay, so uh, Jackie is putting on one of the harnesses. He's clipping himself to the, uh, the A-frame. Uh, Nico? Nico uh, yeah. I, I failed, so other people should yeah. go ahead. All right, me. so you're you're going to go with Braddock. So uh, they're going to go first. Then, so what they're going to do is um, oh, AFK real quick. <sighs> yep, sure. So the person that wins initiative basically gets to save the, the uh, to initiate the pace of what's going on. They're behind you. You're just out of their machine gun ranges. So I mean, what they're going to do is try to gain on you. Um, it's not a particularly difficult role. Uh, they're they're just gaining speed. So I'm going to say a no modifier. Yeah. Uh, they are going to make a roll. Um, yeah. Braddock, I believe this is a contested roll. Give me a second. Yeah. Uh, so they set the pace and you just follow is what goes on. So they're not making any of this particular, they're not forcing you to do any particular aerobatics. They're just speeding up. Uh, so go ahead and make me a check based on your agility. Add your, uh, your profession pilot to it. Okay. I should mention at this point, I have Daredevil. Your mm-hmm. character makes any vehicle they know how 
Ah, Heracle can make any vehicle they know how to operate perform outrageous maneuvers. These maneuvers are beneficial in cases such as car chases, air shows, or even while being shot at in a vehicle. Add a bonus die to driving piloting checks while operating any vehicle. So everything I do at the moment, bonus die. Yep, so go ahead and click the thing with the bonus die, which is the green one on your... Mm -hmm. Uh, and these adding guys, in piloting as well. Yes, adding in your piloting. These guys happen to be aces too, so they're doing the same thing. Can they beat a fifteen though? No, uh, close though. <laughs> Nine, eleven. They get an eleven. I got, I got double sixes there. Okay, that. double sixes. Okay, five means, and then two sixes. Right. Jeez. So double sixes is a uh, is essentially a yes and. So you succeed. You can add some uh, cool detail to it if you want. If you wish to spend a hero point, though, you can make that a legendary success, which gives uh, some bonuses. Um, give me a second. Opened ahead of time. I put me together a little GM cheat sheet. Okay. I mean, so, yes, uh, first I of all, do you want to spend? Okay, you do. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Why not? All right. Which means during combat, uh, making it legendary, you have the following options. <clears throat> uh, carnage doesn't make sense, which is making another attack immediately because you're not attacking in this case. Disarm also doesn't make sense. Um, Let's see. Wow. That's true for... Okay, well, actually, here we go. Mighty and leg legendary successes in a chase. Uh, change of distance in the chase becomes two ranging instruments closer or further apart. In the events of legendary, the distance becomes three ranging instruments closer or further apart. So here's what we're going to do. First of all, you catch them enough in your periphery that you're able to uh, to do a bit of maneuvering you get your engines going a little bit further. So you are not only keeping them at distance, you're going ahead further. Okay. So you're out distancing them a bit. I'm going to move you one, two, three, three times as much. One, two, three. So there you, you zoom ahead a little bit. Um, I am going to give your legendary success combat uh, possibilities to your crewmates. So if they want to do something like shoot at them, I'll let them choose one of those abilities. Okay. So that was their action. They fail to shorten the distance. So you're still out of their um, range. Um, you jet ahead a little bit. Do you want to actually, let me ask this. You can use that as movement to outdistance them, or you can use that to change altitude uh, because you would also know that you can't open up any of the cabin at the altitude you are. So you can go forward and lower yourself in altitude if you want. Uh, is there cloud cover? Lower down? Yes. Then, yeah, uh, go for the clouds and lower down. Okay, there you go. Uh, so you, you start kind of almost a dive as you uh, lower altitude kind of quickly. Uh, now, Jockey Calhoun has strapped himself yeah. in. Uh, Nico and Reginald didn't. <laughs> uh, they go sliding around inside there. Um, so now it is the turn of you guys that failed. So Braddock. Uh, well, I mean, I'm in the clouds now, so. And we're at a lower altitude where people can open up their, open up the doors, etc. Okay. So I will shout back at the others, I guess. Do you want me to slow down so they catch up? 
while we're in the clouds and have the element of the surprise, or should I try and outrun them? Uh, go as low as you can, man. Hit the hit the. Uh, we're above the water. Go low. We get them to come down as they're coming okay. down. Um, we can open up. So, Braddock, actually, uh, for this round, um, they set the pace because they won, and you kind of followed right. it. So that basically that is your action. Uh, but you can still, as you're saying, you know, call out to your uh, plane mates and tell them what's going on. <laughs> okay, what are the rest of you guys doing? That can act now. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, following, the first thing I do is I grab for the MG. Okay. Right. Yeah. And uh, I yell at Reginald to get, grab the ammo cans, grab the ammo boxes. And I grab the machine gun. And then I'm going to start working my way towards the uh, the back of the plane. Now, okay. this is the one that, one question. Is it a crank lowering of the thing? Or does he, as the pilot, Oh no! There's there's a there's a crank on the inside. It's a crank the lower right okay, all right. So that's per, that's your action. Nico goes forward. You you bring the the gun close to the rear. You drop it and you start cranking down the platform. Reginald, Yo, what are you doing? Well, I want to tie up first. <laughs> you want to tie up first? Okay. Yeah. I'm, so in which case, like, I'm going to say that you can't like this, you can't do all three of those things. So yeah. Like you can tie up and you can get the machine gun uh, down do. there, but you can't open the doors. Right, I just uh, wanted to know if we had them because I wanted to. I didn't want to open it right away and let them see it. I wanted it to be <sighs> a big surprise when they get near enough. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> of course, it also means that they can shoot right into there too. But you know, that, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reginald, what are you doing? I'm grabbing the ammo cans and going towards the back of the plane. Like, okay. uh, yeah. So I'm going to say between the two of you, you get the machine gun basically mounted down. You don't have any good way to secure it, but you get the tripod out. Uh, you maybe put some um, some ballast sacks around it so it doesn't move around as much. So between the two of you, you get it set up. The doors are still up, though. Okay, uh, so it brings us to the next round. Uh, Jackie, uh, you're the only one that succeeded, right, in your priority role? Uh, unless we did it again. No, I think we keep it through um, the whole thing, don't we? Uh, Reginald yeah. and I both yeah. succeeded. Okay. Yeah, Reginald, so Reginald had a higher score. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so, Reginald and Jackie, what are you guys doing? The door's not down yet? The door's not down yet. And he was asking, uh, I didn't catch it. Is it a crank open or like a button open? Crank. Or? It's a crank. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to start cranking it open. All right. Uh, so you start dropping it. Braddock has dropped down to cloud level. So, I mean, there's it's high velocity winds. It's not great, but, uh, you know, you're okay. It's not like you haven't done this before. You're having memories of times when you've done something similar. You drop it uh, behind you. You see these three craft coming up. All right. So they're going to try and maneuver, Braddock. Um, they're going to impose a minus two to the roll, which means uh, they need to make it as well. So go ahead and give me that piloting roll again. They're trying to close the distance, but them seeing the machine gun back there, they're going to kind of break up. Uh, they're going to break out their pattern here. All right. So do I need to roll at minus two as well? Yes. 
Right. Okay. Well, it's just you don't get your plus, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. was just gonna say I would just be a flat roll. So. Yep. Yeah. I make the plane noises. And I'm okay, they got a ten. I got a twelve. Nice. It's not okay. a legendary success this time, though. All right, so uh, you beat the maneuver, so they're trying to. Uh, you can either uh, out distance or you can do something else. What is it that you do? You well, can increase the distance or you can do something else. Let's, let's put said, it that way. I asked, and people said, yeah. Go down. So, you know, I'm going to continue to go lower and keep diving. Yep. Yeah. Into the water, towards the water. All right, I'm going to move you just a little bit up since it was just a moderate success. Okay, so you're still continuing to outdistance them. Uh, it's going forward. Uh, that's their turn. Nico, uh, doors down. The range is pretty extreme, though. Uh, Light Machine Gun's got a range increment of 200. Uh, each of these hexes... Let's see. Give me a second. Uh, so it's two, four, it's three range increments away, but you can shoot if you wanted to. Yeah, I think I will do that when it, when it's my turn. I don't know when. It is now. Okay. It is your turn now. So let me, uh, boom. Uh, I will do the ranged and I have a bonus die with a bonus die. So it's a minus two for long range. That's three oh. range increments. Yeah. Do we have a, how much ammo do we have? <laughs> One can. So you've got like 50 rounds. So, okay. Yep. So, so like, uh, you also have to decide since it is a uh, automatic, are you doing a single shot or are you doing a burst or are you doing full auto? I'm doing burst. Okay. I'm doing a burst. Uh, burst would be four rounds. Yeah, it's minus one to hit, so you've got a total of minus three. So, okay, minus three, and I have a plus four, so I'm at plus one. Oh, and we're doing cinematic ammo, by the way. So uh, what happens is if he uh, basically botches the roll, uh, you're out of ammo. <laughs> you yeah, burn through the it, ammo. Otherwise, you're fine. Are we long range? Is that what you're You said? are long range, yes. Long range, okay. Long range, and what's the defense? Uh, defense is two. Two. Defense is two. And my modifier is one, right? Yeah, because it's three. So my modifier is one. Boom. And I have the bonus die. So, wow. Failure. All oh, right. my gosh. Yeah. Well, your hero points uh, renewed. Uh, I'm doing it at the beginning of each session just to make it more, more pulpy, pulpy, pulpy. So do you want to spend a point or, and re-roll or not? Uh, no, it's okay. We're just... Okay. Yeah. Uh, you let off, you light up a burst, uh, and it kind of drifts to the side, and uh, you don't think you had any shots that worked in there. Uh, good enough. So we're back at the top with uh, Jackie. Uh, the, so the rear hatch right? is down. Side hatches are still closed. You can see that Nico is set up in his. Uh, he's he's got the sandbag set up, and he's kind of got himself in a nest. But he's not really. He's not securely tied down there. <laughs> uh, he lights up the night with. Uh, you see his tracer fire go out there, but it doesn't look like he hit anything. 
Now, does it light up enough that I can kind of see where one's coming in? At Certainly, us? yeah. They're running with full lights, so like you can see the over the dark of the night, you see the the blinking reds and the uh, tail lights and everything from them. I'm going to try to make a a good guess at their speed, uh, maintaining. I'm going to now. I don't have this hooked on to where like when you get to the end, it pops loose like for the parachute. Oh no, I'm assuming you're. It's a hard. You're, you want to not be sucked out, so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so uh, I'm going to pull it, reach in my pocket and pull out one of my frags, pull a pin, cook it off a few seconds, trying to judge the distance from when it may get there for them closing, <laughs> slide down the ramp a bit, and then chunk it out as far as I can to, to get that timing so it'll go off, hopefully, right in front of one of them, maybe damage propeller. Or yeah, so I'm going to say this. Uh, Braddock has been keeping them uh, not only further behind, but he is increasing the distance between the two. Uh, if he continues to do that, you don't know that this is going to work. Okay, if I think it's too far, then I'll hold off. Yeah. Um, so between you and the, the lead is like almost 600 feet. And, how and they fast have not. They... And uh, and Braddock is going is is still widening the gap between you and them. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to wait then. Okay, then uh, I won't do that, and I'll try to help uh, secure Nico. Yep. I man, I get what you're saying. You can try to float a grenade out there, but man, just the the physics on that, trying to time it so they run into it at high speeds and you've got not only x and y but z to, to consider oh, I know. Well, I if we're diving and i chunk it it's going to go up only yeah. so much then it's going to stall because of gravity is they're closing in on it yeah i i'm perfectly if Trying you want to make a roll for it go ahead it's just going to do it anyway yeah we we want to yeah. see like a really we want to see a, her, a what is it called heroic success to be able to do this yeah why not yeah. so <sighs> it's going to be Ranged or melee? Since I'm throwing, oh, it's ranged. Yeah, it's definitely ranged. I don't know if being throwing if it would count with melee. Yeah. Okay, so uh, would soldiering go into this? Any? Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give it to you. And extreme or utmost on distance? utmost. Well, no, actually, since uh, it's not really your arm strength. I mean, you, you yeah. know, your your plane is going very fast. Uh, We've got long, distant, extreme, and up. Let's do. Long. Let's do long. Okay. One. Come on, double sixes. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you float one out there, um, and it it just <laughs> it, it doesn't stay in the path. Uh, all right. So there. Does it explode? To... Does it explode? Yeah. Unfortunately, far below. <laughs> far below. Outside of anybody's range. Um. They are going to try an extreme maneuver. They're going to hit the jets and uh, try and make up the distance. So we're going to go to a minus. Does Reginald get a action? Um, actually, you're right. Reginald does. So, Bill, what do you want to do? I don't think I can do what I want to do. But Well, what do you want to do? I'd like to jump out of the plane. <laughs> and and land on one of their planes and like throw the guy out of it and take his place. Well, okay. First of all, they're not biplanes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they have open canopy. Well, I, mean, I knew I said I, I, I said I probably knew I probably couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just. I, I don't think there's much else that I can do. I mean, I'm gonna. 
sort of stay ready to assist Braddock or assist Nico. Okay. Or, Dude, um, Jackie, whatever. Just to say, you know, if you can pick up a rifle, rifles have range. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. If there's a rifle back there, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take We one. got rifles back here. We, you, you know, whatever kind of rifle you're used to. You're a, you're an Englishman. If you use the Lee Enfield or, you know, if you use a Mauser with a scope or whatever. It's you a military know. rifle, so the range increments are 150. So, uh, again, Braddock's keeping a good lead away from them. So the distance is 570. So that's uh, that's five range increments. Yeah. Uh, so from point blank, it would be one, two, three, four. It would be extreme. It would be a minus six, but it's not impossible if you wanted to take a shot. Yeah. Sure, why the hell not? Um, all right. Oh, I have a rifle with the scope, too, by the way. Yeah, I think a scope reduces the range increment by one. Is that how that works? Um, I've got crack shot and trick shot. Does any of that help? Uh, read them off to me. Let me know. <laughs> oh, I. This is just what it says. I don't have the book up. Okay. The trick shot is the one where you can aim at something, not someone. You're not aiming to kill, but you're aiming to do crazy shit. Right. So, so you're so going to bounce it off one of their propellers and through the canopy of both of the other planes. Exactly. Something like that. It won't do any damage, but it, it won't do any damage to a person, but you can cut cords and hit propellers and all that other shit. What about if I wanted to hit just the right spot to knock the propeller off of the plane? Or a fuel tank. Mm. That's probably just a ordinary shot. Yeah, that's a shot and getting a heroic or legendary success for that. Crack shot just gives you a bonus die when you're attacking with ranged weapons. So here's the trick shot: you shoot the propeller and it splits (laughs) the bullet in two and then penetrates the gas tank of the other. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you get your crack shot, um, and the scope would reduce the uh, the range. uh, It would reduce the penalty to a minus three instead of a minus four. So a scope gives you effectively a plus one. Okay. So I'm rolling a ranged attack. Yep. The distance is going to be distant. With the green dice, if you've got crack shot. Yep. Yes. Okay. I do. And this is, um, I guess, agility. And uh, what's the target's defense? Two. Okay, my modifier would be minus three. Um, well, if it's if you get to choose the range, the range is distant, so that'll put the modifier in. It didn't. Okay, so minus three then. Are you clicking melee or ranged? I was pretty sure I hit ranged. Let me. Because range should give you immediately the first thing should be a drop down right. box for the range. Yeah, for the range. Yeah. All right, let's do that. So, okay, yeah, I was I was hitting the wrong one. Okay. okay. And then for modifier, you can add your whatever level you have as soldier, and you can add a, another one point for the scope. So is my since my thing is only minus three, wouldn't that be long instead of distant? No, uh, because we're gonna make the okay. So you would be distant. Okay. Uh, minus four, but I'm gonna when you when it asks for the modifier, I'm giving you the scope modifier and the modifier. Okay. 
So add in your add in your profession for soldier, and then an extra plus one for the scope. Okay, and um, target's defense is zero, right? Two. Two. Modifiers. One. Do you have any ranks in soldier? I did, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Okay, so just the one <laughs> for the modifier. I thought we all had at least one rank in soldier. <laughs> I let Bill. I let Bill take it at zero because he wasn't a very good soldier. <laughs> Not at all. I'm sneaky AF, but I'm not not that good of a soldier. No, his power is why he got recruited in, being able to uh, gather information from touching things. All right, let's see the roll. It was a missed. It's a failure. Seven failure. Okay, so you still have uh, your hero points. Do you want to spend one or no? If I spend one, that means I get to re-roll it, right? Yes, but you have to take the new roll. It's, All right. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. It's not okay. like I'm going to end up shooting myself. Well, you could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> nope. Nope, exactly the same thing. Okay, uh, yeah, it's uh, the distances involved and the unsteadiness of the platform is just too much. Your shot goes wild. Right. Um, all right, so... Here we go, Braddock. Uh, they are setting the pace. They're going to make this a big... Um, they're going to put a big minus four. This is going to be a demanding test as they scream forward and they're trying to... One's going to go below uh, and the other two are trying to go above you to kind of hem you in. Mm, not sure three-dimensional space works that way, but all right. <laughs> uh, negative four, you said. All right. Right. For any modifiers you have. Right, and add on my pilot. Mm-hmm. Five. Oh, no. Okay. I can't uh, believe you it. Failed. I failed one. Right. Um, so you failed. Uh, they succeeded. Uh, you can use your hero point, though, if you want to re-roll that up to you. I believe we have one in Community Bank as well from last game, too. You do? Uh, ooh, up to you. Do we want me to re-roll this, or do we want them closer? Yeah, that's the question. If he fails, they're just going to be closer. I mean, can't can't I just say I want them to get closer, whether I pass or fail? You can just choose to fail it, in which case, yeah, that's fine. Up to you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking. Let him, All right. I mean, it's just going to be easier for us. I mean, it's a trade-off. It's easier for them to hit us, but yeah, yeah, they won't hit us. That was my one bad roll of the night. Don't worry about the rest. Of them. Okay. Um, so they do move a little faster Um, so we're going to put them okay so they start getting uh, a little closer to you and they spread out a little bit more so right now um, you're still a fair distance from them so your point of view you can still shoot at any of the three uh, because you've got the porthole that's on the back of the, the the plane, but you're far enough away that you can still see all three. They're just kind of staggered. They're kind of like in this pattern where you got one at the high, one low, and one a little bit lower coming in at you. That's uh, their action, and they're going to take shots. Um, they've got gunners on board, and now you're within range of their guns. Although, it's still going to be a nasty shot. So... Two, three range increments. One, two, three. They're minus two. So I'm making three shots. 
That first <gasps> one just misses. Got some bits thrown. Uh -oh. and, uh, I don't know, evil bits. Like the second one actually did hit. Actually, it? no, did it didn't because you defense? have you got a two you got a is. you got two defense on the plane, so all right, uh, didn't hit. Third one also misses. So the knights lit up by uh, they've got tracer ammos in there as well. Uh, as they each let off a burst, trying to pin in your uh, your plane, and they just kind of go wide around you. You know, you got the dark of the night here, and you've got these very luminous uh, streaks of tracer ammo going off to either side as well. And I missed it. Somebody threw bits for something. Yes, sir. Jamis threw out evil bits. Oh Forget. boy. Okay. All right. Jamie's threw out evil bits. Evil bits. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will take care of that next round. So Braddock uh, slows down just a little bit, and as soon as you do, you notice they are taking the shots at you. Uh, they go wide, and uh, Nico, what are you doing? Uh, what's my range now? The range is now... 470, I think. 480. 480. So it's still, two, still three range increments, or it is three range increments. One, two. So minus two. It's long range. Long range, okay. And their their defense is two. Two, yeah. And let's see. And I was at one, right? Yeah. And I rolled. <sighs> Fucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just too bumpy. It's just too bumpy. You're just not able to get a good shot. Some of your uh, some of your ammo pings off the outsides of the doors as the barrel gets jostled a little bit and, and uh, goes down. I'm going to do a hero point. Okay, sure. I'm gonna burn a hero Go ahead. Point. Go for it again. Uh, the, uh, oh, where are we? Okay, hold on. Die. And that was long. Yeah, in the chat. So yeah, Braddock is flying with no lights on the outside. I can only imagine inside there's a couple of red lights where you guys are fumbling around <laughs> <laughs> so that you can see a little bit. Modifier is one. Make sure to light us up better for the target. Oh, there you go. But damn. Uh okay. Uh got one six. No, only one six, six though. All right. Okay, success. All right. uh, go ahead and bowl your damage for it. Uh, this is a light machine gun. Yeah. Uh, so it does 2D6H. Okay. And you said, well, actually, you said you were doing a burst, right? Yeah. Doing it's a burst. plus two to the damage for the burst. Okay, so it's four, five, six. Okay, six points of damage. Uh, which one did you want to hit? Middle one, probably. Uh, middle one, yeah. Middle one. That goes to the worthiness, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see. Well, you can see it on the Twitch stream. So they've got a worthiness of 40, and you just did six points? Yeah. So it goes down to 34. Okay. There you go. It does a little bit of damage. Uh, you see it kind of veer 
uh, get a little bit more of the metal in, uh, between the <laughs> the pilot's canopy and uh, the bullet shots. Uh, so you hear the pinging out there. You see that your shots have hit some. Ah, fucker. Right. So we are back into the next round. So that is Jackie and Reginald. What are you guys doing? Hey, he's still too far out for my, my test grenade. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything I can do at the moment. I'm going to say, I'm assuming I'm right beside Nico. I'm going to try to help uh, secure him or something to steady the aim. Yeah, if you help to steady Nico or the gun, uh, I will give you, a, I'll give Nico a bonus so that uh, it's, the gun is a little bit more stable. So yeah, you basically come up behind Nico and just kind of push him down <laughs> on the ground so he's a bit more firm. Uh, Reginald, what are you doing? There's a maneuver. There's actually a military maneuver like that. Yeah. They brace you. I'm going to take another shot. And okay. Try yeah. And- Trying to just, I'm not going to try and shoot the propeller off this time. I'm just going to shoot whatever I can. All right. All right. So let's see. What's the range now? Yeah. Let me look this up. You were at 150. So 50. It's three, four, two, three range increments. Um, one, two, three. It's long. It's minus two. So just choose long on the drop down. So, uh, so uh, people out there for the the range increments, like whatever the range increment is, it starts at point blank, and then so point blank is for his gun is up to 150 is point blank, and then if it's 151, it goes down one column, and then for every 150, it goes down another column. Oh, look at that! Uh, how many sixes was in that roll? Just one. Okay, uh, just one, it's yeah. a success. Uh, you can go ahead and. It's a D6H plus two. Okay. So roll 2D6, take D6 the high. Highest, yeah. And then add two to it. Okay, so seven. Seven points of damage. Which one? The same one that uh, Nico lit up? Yes. Or, yeah, yes. okay. We will kill the wyvern with our sharp bows. It may take a while. On their turn, uh, two things are going to happen. One, they're going to try to do the same thing again. They're going to hit. Uh, they're going to hit their uh, burn of more fuel. Try to get ahead of you again. Uh, so they're going to do. They're going to jump that minus four to the roll. Go ahead and do yours. Um, but then their crew is going to do something different. So they wind up with success. Ah. Wind up with a. Also, uh, exactly the same. I, I spend a hero point and make it a legendary success. Again. Make it a legendary success. Okay. Now there's already two sixes in there. Yeah, yeah. but a sec, uh, two sixes That's give a it a heroic. Success. Yeah, a mighty. And then you spend a, her, uh, a hero yeah. point to make it a legendary. So legendary allows you to pick a couple of things off of the, the chart for combat, which you can give to the people that are shooting if you want. Or if you want to do just some fantastic aeronautics, right. let me know. And they are going to be shooting at us this yeah. turn, I suspect, as they have closed on us, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I would like to, I don't know, barrel roll or something so that I increase our defense. <laughs> Sure. Uh, I will double your defense this round to a four instead of a two. Uh, that makes perfect sense. And then I'll allow them to pick 
one other combat maneuver when somebody fires from inside or doesn't. I picture us just going, ah, (laughs) (laughs) so the two flankers are going to shoot their guns. You knew I was going to do this. You can remember everything I can remember now. I've done this before. They're going to miss. But then uh, the third guy, there is a smell of sulfur and, um, you guys, Jackie and uh, Reginald, uh, you notice that the shadows inside the cargo hold seem to shift. And somebody in a black tactical suit just kind of steps out of the shadows with a knife. And uh, he's basically poised to uh, strike Reginald to get rid of your machine gunner. All right. So this guy, though, is... No, he's still. A oh, Nico had the machine gun. Was it Reggie? Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, he's going to go. No, he's actually he's going to go after Reginald uh, because yeah. you're standing right behind Nico, holding him down. Reginald's got a rifle no, out. I'm holding him down. Right. So, so Reginald's the one with the rifle, and uh, so this guy from the shadows is going to try and knife Reginald. <coughs> Your defense, Reginald. My defense is zero. <laughs> okay. Misses. Uh, there's a little bit of turbulence uh, just as he strikes down, and this this blade just whiffs right by you, and that's when uh, that's when Jackie and Reginald both notice him. Okay. All right. Uh, so it is Nico's turn. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not paying attention to any of that because. Yep. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> okay. So now that I'm steadied a bit, yeah. Um, my I'll give you well, a plus two uh, for them basically holding you down so that you can have okay. a more stable platform. So we're still we're still long range, right? Still long, but I'll give you a still plus two range. to the final. Okay. Wasn't there something for uh, the legendary success for the maneuver? Oh also? yeah, you guys can pick something for that as well. So as a combat maneuver, some of the choices are. Um, precision strike hit a specific location. Uh, so I would say if you wanted to try and sh- uh, shoot a gas tank or a propeller blade, I would say um, that would take it out. Um, rabble slayer. So you would take out their gunner if you wanted to use that carnage. You can make a second attack immediately disarm. I could say you shoot the gun. I'm going to do the cockpit. I'm going to shoot the cockpit up. Nice. Okay. Do the, right. the well, whatever that one, the blue that. The one that you've been shooting at already? No, but the, using that, that. Aim at a location is what you The mean. location yeah. one, please. Thank you. Thank you. Target defense is two. And you said my modifier is going to go up by two? Yes. So it goes to three now. Okay. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Um, so you were going for a cockpit shot. Is that the idea? Hit the yeah, pilot? I was the okay. whole the burst in the cockpit. Absolutely. Uh, that's what happens. Uh, and this plane goes spiraling down into the water below. It's a small explosion on the inside, and it is gone. Yeah. Right. Top of the round is Jackie. 
there's somebody in here with you. He's dressed in black, uh, like like camouflage. It's uh, kind of gray and black. He's wearing the uh, balaclava, uh, so that you just see his eyes, and he's got the grease paint around it, so that's difficult to see. And he's got a very long combat knife. It's just okay. January. Uh, Don't worry about it. It's just January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna come on, January. Help us. <laughs> tit for tat, I guess, on that, and I'm gonna go invisible. I'm gonna invoke my power to become invisible as I pull the. Uh, that silvered combat knife. Sure. Uh, so your power, he knows you're there. So uh, so it's not an automatic thing, but you are much harder for him to see, which I'll just do as an increase to your defense. Okay? Uh, yeah, so you, as far as you know, you pull your cloak of shadows around you, and he starts looking around. Uh, and make your attack. And attribute, strength, or agility. Does it matter on that? For it's knife fighting, yeah, it's his input value, attribute, strength, or agility. Yeah, it's going to be strength, I believe. Uh, for I guess it could be either one. My score is the same either way. So yeah. it would be knife. strength. Uh, you know, if yes, he was melee. throwing the knife, it's agility. But yeah, it would gotcha. be strength. It would be yep, melee. Uh, his defense. Uh, his defense. You know what? Uh, his defense was two. Uh, I will say zero. He doesn't know where you're attacking from. Yes, Jameis, you bought a teleporting through shadows uh, assassin. <laughs> That's a success. And a success. knife was two, take the highest. Yeah. Or three, take the. I don't remember the knife. I don't have it down. It's too high. The silver knife, two. Yep. So I roll two dice and take so four. And it has any modifiers? Uh, if he were supernatural in that way, yes. No. Uh, he is not supernatural in that way. <laughs> so, okay. so how much do you end up doing? Uh, four. Four. Four points of damage. Okay, yeah. I mean, you cut, and there's a spray of blood. Uh, the blood, I mean, in the dim lights that there are, looks red to you, and he does recoil a little bit. He's still in the fight, though. Um, so... Again, uh, the two planes that are still here are trying to do the same maneuver, uh, going high, going low, so it's still a, a minus four to the roll, Braddock. How dare they? How dare they? Huh. they haven't they seen all my legendary piloting? Why can't they just give up? <laughs> crazy Ivan, do a crazy Ivan. <laughs> uh, next two. Yeah. Oh my god! What a horrible, 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 horrible roll that is. Seven. They fail as well. So basically, it, it's a wash. They don't get any closer. Yeah. We ship them up when we took out one of their planes. Probably. What the fuck? This is. Are you good with that, or do you want to spend a point? Uh. Nah, if we're going to maintain the same, then I'm alright with both of okay. us failing. That's fine. Well, then they're going to take shots at your ship. Uh, no, there's still a miss with the minus two. No luck. Uh, the M1 inside, though, uh, Calhoun, uh, he kind of knows you're there. He can kind of see a shadow moving around. Uh, and so he's going to try and attack you. What is your normal defense? Uh, normal defense is one. Right. 
Oh, is he um, a shadow himself? The the other guy? He stepped out of a shadow, but no, he's pretty solid. He's just wearing really good camo. Okay. You'd have a normally a plus two. I'm sorry, what did you say your normal defense was? Normal is one. Okay, I'll give you two more. Uh, give him a minus one. So he's going to miss with a minus one. It's close, though. He, uh, he kind of guesses where you are, and at the last second, he kind of turns the blade, and uh, it would have nailed you right in the face had you just been a half an inch more to the left. Uh, but he, he's, uh, he's kind of feeling out where you, where you are. He still doesn't have you pinned down, though. And now it is Nico's turn. Okay, and I don't have him holding me steady anymore, right? No, you don't. So I can turn my head and look and see where the hell is he. Yeah, then you see that there's a, there's a guy with a knife standing behind you. Of course, you don't see Jackie uh, because he's invisible to you. <laughs> but he's okay. like he's cutting at the air, looking around. <laughs> yeah, so I just pull out. I grab my pistol. <laughs> shot at him. And Jackie's right between you. No, go ahead. Yeah, and I got crack shot. That's so what I a double go. ones will give you. I say double ones. I take it in the back of the head. <laughs> no, double ones and he spins a hero point to make that a legendary to failure it, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, there you go. it's Calhoun <laughs> brains everywhere <laughs> okay so let's see I'm taking a Actually, shot no, at you, him so is that point, point blank uh, it is point blank um, okay. so it is uh, if you get roll double ones you can choose to make it a legendary failure and you gain a hero point I'm sorry you don't spend one on a, a right. failure <laughs> What's his uh, defense? Uh, against you, two. Two, okay. Okay, and then, uh, let's see, submit. And then my yeah, I like modifier. chat saying that if they blow my brains out, it will blind him as they coat his face. <laughs> and bonus. Oh, look at that. Uh, not double sixes, though, but it's a success. Yeah, it is. Yep, All go right. ahead and roll your damage. So it's three. Three points of damage? Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. Wasn't the gun taken. three dice to keep the highest two? That's the same damage as a knife. Yeah, the yeah I just I just yeah. grabbed I just grabbed my pistol. I didn't say I was a, it was like a werewolf pistol or anything. Yeah, just a regular, okay. Um, I was just doing the Luger. Uh military pistol two D two D six H. Yeah. So but hey, he, he so just D6 got shot. So yeah, so yeah. Is it two D six H or is it? It's D six H. D six H. Oh, is it D six H? Yes, D six H. Oh, hold on. Uh, well, you did it right. If you don't know your own dice, no. Yeah, I did it right. Yeah, no, you did it right. You rolled two dice I and mean, you hit the high. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yep. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, so yeah, you shot. You did some damage, and let me check something real quick. Hey, I wrote the setting. I didn't write the rules. <laughs> These are Barbarian of Lemuria rules. Uh, actually, it's for Dogs of War. Yeah. Okay, no, he's still fine. Uh, that hurt. Uh, he took a... so. Calhoun's blade took him on the left shoulder. Your bullet took him on the right shoulder. So he's jerked around a little bit. Uh, he's still up, though. Uh, Take him out, Reggie. Top of the round with Jackie. Where was Reggie on this? Did Reggie do anything? Reggie <laughs> shot. Yeah, he shot his rifle oh, okay. last. Oh, okay. okay. I will try to take him out. Mm-hmm. 
as uh, his uh, still zero for me? Or yes, uh, yeah, because of your camouflage. Here's a success. Oh, there you go. You don't have to do much. <laughs> uh, four. Okay, yeah, yeah. You he goes down. Uh, you shove that blade like right into his chest, and he kind of drops down to his knees and kind of s- falls over. Uh, doesn't disintegrate or anything. Uh, it's very much uh, seems to be a man. Very very physical. <laughs> you kind of tow oh. him a bit. He's not uh, he's not turning into ash or anything. Meanwhile, Reginald, there's still two planes on your tail shooting at you with machine guns. Okay, and I saw. Um, I know that Jackie's no longer studying. Right. Nico, so I'm going to go down and do that. Try to. Study. All right. So you get up behind Nico oh, and just God. yeah, take the yeah. position again. All right. Good enough. No, can he lay on Nico, steady his aim on top of Nico while steadying Nico at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. All right, Richard. Uh, same thing. They're going to do the try the negative four and uh, see if they can force you to be a worse pilot than them. Never going to happen. Yeah. So they fail. Oh, my God. So do you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, It just means that you maintain the distance between you two is, is all it means. Nobody gets an edge. We did okay back there. I'm doing my best. <laughs> Very best. All right. Keep doing what you're uh, doing. They are going to light you up with their machine guns now, though. Uh, so the one is going to miss. And the second one misses as well. Uh, no more teleporters, though. So that's that. And uh, we go to Nico. See, when you call them German aces, there weren't that many at the end of the war. (laughs) And they were like 12 years old at the time. (laughs) Let's see here. Um, Okay, I'm being steadied again, so yeah, I'm going to go for it again. Uh, Still long range, but you get the plus two modifier. Right. Okay. Um, uh Oh, sorry. There we go. Long range defense is two, and the modifier is three. <laughs> and I fire. Ooh, success. Two sixes. Nice. You want to make that a legendary or just a symbol heroic success? I'll say that you take it out. Uh, it's a prop hit or it's a hit right into the canopy. Yeah, you want I'll to make it a legendary success, uh, I will allow you to apply one of the combat modifiers to the second plane. Uh yeah, let's let's do it. Let's take out let's take out the yeah. other one if we can or at least So try you to can either so the, damage. the options are carnage which allows you to take an, another attack right away. Um disarm, uh we can say a piece of shrapnel f- flies over and takes out their machine gun. Um Rabble Slayer, maybe it takes out his machine gunner. You choose. I will go for another shot right away. Yeah, go for right it. Right off the bat, just to just to keep it simple and somewhat realistic. Let's see here. Long. Come so on, the pulp genre is very well grounded to the fact that flying shrapnel takes out villains. I mean, it's a thing. It's, it's a trope. <laughs> 
So if he rolled another double sixes and there were enough enemies, because he technically just keeps shoot taking extra attacks each time. I think you can only do, I think on any one combat roll, you can only call it a legendary success one time, I believe. I don't think you can keep doing it. I want a thousand legendary successes. Okay, there we go. Success. All right, so I did this. Yes, actually, with all the combat modifiers, it says you can't apply another hero point to make it a legendary success. You can get a heroic success, though. You just can't make a legendary. Yeah, or a mighty success or whatever. Yeah, is. mighty. Uh, so you succeed. Um, go ahead and apply damage. And let's see. What was that again? The damage? The machine gun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, light machine gun. 3d6, keep highs two from last time. 3d6. There we go. Six points. Six points. Okay. Uh, it goes to its whole points. So down to 34. Okay. Uh, Nico, you take one out and you just kind of walk your machine gun fire over to the other one. Uh, it does a little bit of damage to that one as well. So we're back up the top, uh, top Jackie. Uh, at this point, the shadow, uh, the shadow stepper just, he was on his knees and now he just falls over to his side, bleeding out through that sucking chest wound. Uh, I look out the canopy or up the uh, cargo hold, see mm-hmm. that it looks like they've got it under control. I'm going to start rifling through this guy's body to see if he's got any either good weapons to keep or markings or anything that could give us some information. Okay. Uh, you start rifling through his pocket and you pull out, it's, Odd. It's a it's a glass vial with a, a stopper on top. There's some kind of fluid in it, and there's like a little pulsing crystal in the middle of the fluid. I'm not. Gonna Other shake than that, it, so. nothing else on him. Oh no! I take it back. He has a couple of grenades uh, on the outside of his kit, and he's got that big knife. I will <clears throat> pocket the uh, grenades <laughs> and his his knife as well. And I'm going to find something to carefully wrap around this vial to help protect it. Yeah, sure. What it is. Yeah, you find some packing material in one of the crates nearby. Just wrap it up. Uh, Reginald, there's still a plane behind you. Okay. I mean, I'm still studying Nico, aren't I? Yep, if you want to. Yep, that's yep, fine. That's, I'm going to keep doing that because I figure he's going to have the best chance to take him out. Okay. Well, this plane is still intact, and its gunner is still intact, so you know the deal, Braddock. <laughs> same same rule. Actually, you know what? It's going to push it. Let's make this a minus six this time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you want both of us to fail even harder. I see. Oh, no way. Oh, Rolling 3D6. Just... Oh, no. Yeah, he, he failed, you failed. So it's the same thing. Uh, yeah, you guys are just countering each other fairly well. Nobody's getting the edge. Still a lot of distance. So his gunner is going to try and light you up another time. Oh, man. See? It's my skillful flying that's stopping us from being hit all this time. Yep. <laughs> They're not bad shots. I'm a great uh, pilot. So we're back to Nico. <laughs> we're back to Nico then. We've got right. one plane that's... It's, Every time Braddock uh, goes left and right, it seems to be staying right on Braddock's tail, but he's not gaining, not losing ground either. So 
Reginald's still holding you down, so if you want to take another shot, it's still with a plus two. Yeah. But you're still at long range. Okay. Oh, bam. Success. All right. right. Your damage. No special success, though. Nope. Okay. So what's your total damage? Nine? Nine. 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 Uh, yeah, you run it right along the fuselage. You see a little fuel spray, uh, but it's still intact. So back to the talk with Jackie. You have secured the vial, not knowing what that is inside. Uh, okay, here, so here is something that happens, though. So you pull the, bo- the vial off his body. You're securing it. You're putting in wrapper, and you look back down at, at uh, the man's body like you're going to kick it overboard or something. And it just like it seems to expand in size and then contract and then it just like a an optical illusion. It's just not there anymore. I wonder if it was the suit or the guy. I'm gonna uh, the kick into that area just to make sure he didn't just turn invisible or something. Okay, yeah, uh, you know your your foot flies through open space. That's just movement. You can still do something else if you want. It's yeah, the body's not there anymore. The vial's still in your hand, and you, the grenades are still on you. That guy's still too far out. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, kind of grab hold to steady myself and mm-hmm. watch how this plays out. Okay. Uh, Reginald, you're going to take another pot shot? Or no, you're going to keep holding no, Nico I'm, down. I'm continuing to... to uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're whittling the aircraft down slowly, but you're doing it. Go ahead, Nico. Okay, uh, I went already. Like, you know, do the stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, you guys. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Trying to catch up, so we're still going to keep it at that minus six. Ooh, he makes it. For the seven. No, you're right. I need a seven. Um, Neat. No, no, so he rolled a ten. He rolled a ten minus four, a six. So no. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Minus four is just horrible. Yeah. So see, like, for the yeah. rest of us, though, we figure they're sending their best after us. <laughs> and with him, we're like, oh, that's it. Job. Exactly. <sighs> Braddock's doing uh, a fine, fine job. Uh, Nico, go ahead. Oh wait, they're gonna light you up. Uh, yeah, sorry. Almost okay. forgot. No. Okay, I'll take my eleven though. You can take your eleven. Okay. I'll uh, hit them. It's not a special success, so just do your damage. Nope. Mm, let's see here. Ooh, nice. So eleven, 11. points. Eleven points. All right. Uh, yeah, that one, uh, you see some flames on the outside of the fuselage now. So, like, you ruptured the fuel tank the last shot. Now it's caught flames a little bit. And the pilot's trying to do a little roll to extinguish the flames. Uh, but it's still flying. How's its speed going? Same. It's keeping up. Yeah, keeping up. Well, all right. Yeah. All right. He's lucky so, our plane is kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> if you had if you had your plane, Braddock, man, this wouldn't even be an issue. Yeah, well, I've got a plus one plane. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I take it back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the aircraft uh, worthiness rating is dropped below fifty percent. Uh, the speed of the aircraft reduces by a half, actually. So it is going to start tailing behind. But that you want to swing around or round. you want to slow down? Let me get them good or whatever you want to do. Or let's just go. Yeah, Jackie. So it's here. back up to you. Uh, while I'm holding this thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to concentrate and look at the other side of the plane and see if I can, like, maybe this causes <laughs> jump to the shadows. See if, and I teleport to the shadows over there. Um, Actually, you grip it in your hand, you close your eyes, and you try to will something to happen. Uh, make me a mind check. That's a failure. Okay. Um, your mind is brought back to that frozen image of you just before you're taking a bullet to the skull in this strange castle surrounded by people in robes and uh, with this some kind of occult symbol on the floor. And again, you see uh, the rest of your companions all just moments from death or already dying. Like I think Braddock was on a stone altar. Someone had already plunged a knife into his chest and broke his rib cage. He was reaching up into uh, the cavity to pull his heart out. Uh, So you see that scene again. Ah. And you, uh, you see there's a bullet. You know, like right there, heading right towards the middle of your eye, uh, and then you kind of sh- shake it out. Um, yeah, so that leaves you uh, that leaves you just a little shaken for a bit. You feel a little okay. nauseous. You feel like your stomach kind of drop out below you, like you're in a roller coaster, and uh, you just got to take a moment. Um, that that scene was very real, very real in your head. Uh, Reginald right. still holding down Nico. Yep. Okay. Uh, in which case, uh, Braddock, it can't go as fast as it did before. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just going to lose space, and it just kind of noses up and turns around. And it does this thing where it goes straight up for a bit, and it kind of falls and then jets off away from you. Do we pursue? Do we pursue? I shout back at the others. Uh, well, you, I mean, I'm gonna look, take a look at your pilot skill, right, and kind of figure out: is he gonna make it back home, or is he gonna end up in the water? <laughs> as far out as we are, and he's no leaving, idea where they came from. Yeah, they could no be from an invisible plane that was just behind us, or the oh, aircraft carrier submarine. Invisible plane. It's Wonder Woman. There you go. Uh, I'm I'm game. I say if he's leaking fuel. How are we doing? How are we doing on fuel? Yeah, it's no, getting a little low. Yeah, it was Which mostly. Is that? <laughs> it was mostly filled, and the guy did sacrifice some storage space to put in an extra tank. So, like, you can take a little bit of a, a journey from where you're heading and still be able to land on fumes. Let's not risk it. Yeah, if he's going to go, let him go, man. All right. Godwinds to victory. Okay. Uh, as you guys look down, uh, expecting to see, you know, the flames uh, or smoke or, or just some lights below you as those planes had ditched into the sea. It's just, it's just black. 
There's nothing lighting up the ocean below you. Braddock has perfect vision at night. You don't see the wreckage of the planes. I mean, they could have just sunk really quick, but you'd figure it would leave oil on the surface or something. Not only can you see in the dark, you've got exceptional vision uh, at range. And you're not seeing, like, debris, anything. That fits a pilot so well, man. You'd be a kick-ass <laughs> pilot. Apparently. Yep. Yeah. Great night pilot. sniper, too. Yeah. Uh, and then it's all quiet again. Uh, so what started this whole thing was Reginald sitting upwards and saying he remembers everything. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, Reginald, uh, your last mission, Firefly, was this castle that you're heading to in Turkey. Um, it was taken over by the Abenabi. Ar- Ar- I-, I cannot pronounce that. Abenabi. Ar- Ar- Abenabi. It is the occult branch of the Germans' uh, special forces, the branch that uh, Hitler had going out to look for arcane artifacts like the uh, the Goblet of Christ, the Ark of the Covenant, stuff like that, the Spear of Longanus. Um, and the Thule Society, which was part of that, uh, is kind of like your opposite number. They are people that have abilities, or they are literally creatures. Um, however, Reginald, uh, the dossier on Firefly should have been easy. It was supposed to be just you go in, reconnaissance. You were supposed to try and get a hold of plans. The castle was being used as um, a beachhead. It was being used as a command post. You weren't supposed to have reached any kind of uh, heavy resistance at all. Instead, they were waiting for you. The reason why you beat the crap out of the guy at the opening of the story arc is, yeah, he set you up. He sold you out uh, to the Fool Society. They were waiting for you. Um, Reginald, uh, you failed. Like all of you guys, you failed. You you were dead. Uh, Like literally, you died. Uh, The Gestalt personality of January, one of the other soldiers that were with you one of his ability it was a very minor form of being able to rewind time that was his ability he was only able to do it just a few seconds uh no more than 30 seconds at a time so as everyone was dying around him he rewound it to the moment before all of you basically took a killing blow um sacrificed himself in 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 that regard part of january and that's the last thing you remembered, Reginald. You remember dying, and then you remember like being moments away from dying. You have no idea how you got out of that. Okay. Hmm. Really freaky sensation. Like you can feel the bullet like tumbling through your brains, and then out again as everything's rewound. So you feel it again. Am I able to like the end of that with? Like how we got here? Uh, yeah, so the way you got here is you guys received postcards from one another, uh, just telling you, hey, it would be great to meet up again and have a New Year's bash. That's how you got to Casablanca. Okay, but do I remember like after the mission, like before? No, uh, so you don't remember anything to the point that you died and then had everything rewound to the seconds before you died. You have no idea how you got out of that castle. Okay. Like you can remember 
the day that you guys all mustered out of the services, you were all given commendations, awards, etc. cetera. Uh, you know that some of your comrades had died in the mission. Like you remember the, the guy who was able to rewind time back. So you remember in the debriefing that he was killed at the castle. Yeah. I don't um, think he's alive. Yeah. But how you got out of there, you have no idea. Yeah. Well, I'll explain to all of them what I remember. Where in Turkey are we going? Uh, so, hold on. Let me get my... We're not going to the same places where Firefly was yes, supposed to Yes, you happen, are. are you're you're yeah. going to that yeah, castle. Okay. That's where you're heading. <clears throat> so we're going to find our remains? I don't know. Hmm. Hey, you're not sure what you're going to find there. Uh, I sure hope we're not the guest alt personalities of January now. Oh somehow. <laughs> you know, January trying to call back pieces of itself to reframe yeah. whatever. Hmm. All right. So you got a little bit of time uh, before you land uh, in Turkey. Uh, there's supposedly an airfield pretty close to this castle uh it's private airfield um but yeah you remember it being there it's actually how you guys got there to begin with you think it's still there according to maps that are in the glove compartment it's still there <laughs> are we going inland or are we like going on a, on a coastal city uh it's it is you're going to go in over the coast and it is in a few miles it's not like right on the coast though was it like a crusader castle yeah um uh, I don't suppose anybody knows if it's occupied now, do they? I mean, well, you just hop on the internet and you find out. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no saying, idea. How do we put no it out? B and B. We don't know. I mean, there might be. I mean, there might be current, up to date information on it. We were together for some reason. Somebody pulled us together. Yep. For some reason. Uh, but none of you have a memory of seeing the castle now. Like you remember it from the Firefly mission, but you don't remember it. Like you don't think you've been there since. No. So when we land, do we want to land, uh, you know, in full armor and weapons? Or are we going to, are we going to land as civilians and bag our stuff and, Find I mean, we haven't filed a flight that. plan. We haven't filed any yeah. sort of documentation with it. This isn't our plane. So... If they know we're coming anyway, we need to be ready to rock and roll as soon as we hit the ground. We can just look, maybe find a, uh, a field close to the castle to land. Yeah. I'll put us down safely. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the plan, then. Uh, you forgo the private airfield. Uh, you fly out. Uh, the old castle rune is kind of out in the uh, middle of nothing. There's not really a buildup of the city around. Uh, you do notice, though, that as you go out there, uh, a parking lot has been set up, and there are some lights. Uh, it looks like it is it is being used for something. Uh, you're just kind of seeing this as you go overhead. You find a place you hope is suitable, uh, close, not too close. Go ahead and make me a pilot roll there. <laughs> 
<laughs> boom, crash. Now oh, here comes the so, double one. Agility. Yeah. yeah uh, add your piloting in there. No problem. Uh, it's not even a bumpy landing. You come in smooth. Uh, there's a lot of like dry desert brush about, but it's fairly flat. Um, and since you were flying without your lights on, uh, helps things. You did spook uh, a few. Um, what's a common flock that would be herded out there? Lamb, sheep, goats. Yeah, goat. Goats. Yeah, goat. Yeah. So you you strafe a bunch of goats uh, that were sleeping in the field, but other than that, you land pretty quietly. You land within a half mile uh, of the tower, which you can see again. There are lights on. Uh, they look like industrial uh, industrial lighting. Like someone to set up lamp light posts, um, and there is a parking lot out there. All right. Well, we don't know where we're going. We know where they, we got to go there, but damn, do we just want to blindly charge in there? Atkins got ahead. Yeah, yeah, we need to do recon. Before we do that, though, I want to. Does anybody know what this is? And I'll pull out the vial just in case it triggers a memory for anyone else. And then I want to, if not, I want to pull out my chem set to see if I can figure out, test it away from the plane. Who do you hand it to? Uh, first, probably uh, Reginald. Okay, Reginald, make me a mind check. All right. <laughs> You're a canary. <laughs> Reggie in a combine. Uh, okay. It's a success. Okay, yeah. Uh, you actually do get an image. Uh, it doesn't really tell you what it is so much, but you see a laboratory. You see people in long white coats. Uh, there's some kind of bright light in the background, the way it's sparking, you think something's being welded. <clears throat> You're seeing through the eyes of a laboratory technician who's got uh, like heavy gloves on and he's working with this chemical inside uh, a sealed area. So with, like in his gloves, his hands go through these gloves. The gloves are inside this contained thing and he's pouring uh, chemicals, which you see on the outside have like the, the radioactive trefoil thing on them. Yeah. Um, and then there's this uh, this little gemstone, which he gets a, a tweezer and he's putting it in the bottle. And then next to it is a, a sample. It's a it looks like a, a vial of blood, which is being added to it, stoppered, shaken up. And then the person looks up, and you can see what looks like a very scientific laboratory uh, around you with retorts and all kinds of uh, brewing chemicals in the background. But he looks up. And just on the periphery as vision forward is a large circular area that has like these occult symbols and glyphs everywhere. There's black candles burning and there's one guy in just bright red robes trimmed in black um, that holds out his hands. And the hand is like, it's, it's skeletal. It's very emaciated. You can kind of see liver spots up and down the, the skin as he accepts um, this stoppered vial that the scientist hands to him. And that's the flash you get. Hmm. 
I'm thinking healing potion personally, out of character. <laughs> <laughs> out of character. That or it's like what I was thinking. It is teleport, but it's to a specific person using their blood. Maybe. Who knows? You didn't get what it what's what it's for, how it how it's used. I just got a very clear image of the person that was handling it was being very secure about it. And some of those chemicals had like the little radioactive trefoil stamp on it. <laughs> yeah. I tried to use it to see if maybe it gave power to how the man got on board, but I just got flashbacks to our death. One of you want to try to see if maybe you can enact its power to see what it is. Sure, give it here. I'll no, hold it. He's flying our plane. Oh, no, we <laughs> landed. <laughs> landed on <all right. laughs> <Can we? laughs> right. right. the ground. We yeah. can find our way out. Now you can do it. <laughs> now you can. All right. So, Reginald, you hand uh, the vial over. Uh, go ahead. Give me a mind check. He right. won't need it. He hates everything. <laughs> no, okay. Miserable, miserable failure. Uh, you, uh, you hold it and nothing at first, and then, like, Everything goes white, and uh, you feel excruciating pain as your ribs are cracked open, and someone just shoves their fist up inside, starts rooting around in your organs. Um, you look up in horror at this uh, this very pale person in uh, red robes, trimmed in black. His face is skeletal as he rips your heart out and shows it to you as you you die. <laughs> Kalima. Kalima. <laughs> well, no, they didn't need to rip my ribs up. <laughs> that was the polite version. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're shaking up. Uh, <laughs> I died again. <laughs> it, not in, it, it, not in it, a nice, comfortable way. Did you see your heart getting ripped out? Because I saw you getting your heart ripped out just before I got shot in the face. Oh, no, I didn't see this. I felt it. <laughs> it's a different sensation from being, well, okay, that's, I mean, it's good that our memories are right and that we're seeing it from our own perspectives. And it's not just another false memory on top of everything else. But, you know, I'd rather not have that memory all the same. So, yeah. Anybody else want to try? Nope. Reggie, maybe you have better better luck at it since you can kind of feel your way easier. Right. So, I mean, can I try? Have I already done that with this? Well, you uh, you got a vision of how the thing was made. Uh, like mm-hmm. you didn't have anything personal tied to it, so like your power kicked in until you got a vi- you got a vision of how it was made instead. Okay. So like otherwise you're you're fine. You didn't have a yeah. Flashback. But if he tries to invoke its power or something, can he? You want to try again? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right. Yeah, you grab it. Yeah, you consider it. You ponder it. Uh, I'm assuming at this point everyone's leaving the stopper in it. Uh, go ahead, and make me a mind check. We're all just sitting in a circle. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what this does, uh, dude. That's a success. All right, yeah, nothing. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Damn it. <sighs> okay, we got a mission, people. Okay, uh, y'all, kid out. I'm gonna grab what I need. 
some uh, demolition stuff. I said, I'll go scout. And uh, I turned invisible and head across the field. Okay. Uh, what languages do you speak? Uh, English, German, and Spanish. Okay, English, German, and Spanish. Um... Okay. Uh, yeah, you pull your cloak of night around yourself, uh, and you uh, walk over uh, a little less than a half a mile. Um, parking lot's got a single car beat up uh, old ranger of some sort like it's an old uh, a jeep um, you know what it's a US jeep because man after the war those things were everywhere um, beaten up uh, your tire is like repatched and <laughs> just had a lot of work done to it uh, the, play, the, the parking lot's not so lit up there's just a light out there you see that there are some more light posts but the lights have uh, broken or just gone out you walk up to the doors of the castle and you see that there are some um some postings that are made and it's basically a history of the castle. It's, it's now uh, apparently a heritage site and they do tours. Of course, you're well outside of normal hours, um, several languages, but you find German. And so you're able to read through uh, the place was used uh, by the Nazis uh, as a uh, Ford observatory. It was used. Uh, it was taken back Um you know, it just goes through the history, how it was here since the times of the Crusades, etc. Uh, they give tours from uh, from nine nine a.m. to five p.m. Uh, yeah, there's a little box there, so like you know, you just put in a donation. <laughs> uh, but right now, it's all the- closed up, and the front doors, uh, which are new, which are modern, uh, are chained up, and there's a big padlock on them. Okay, from any memories uh, from being here before, do I know of any other entrances or? The things have changed a lot. They have done some uh, reconstruction uh, because the place was pretty well. It's been since the time of the uh, Templars, but uh, there's been a lot of construction. There's new mortar. Uh, there's actually a little bit of uh, wooden gantry around the outside where it looks like they're restuccoing the outside. They're repainting it. Um, Higher up, like if you were to climb that, you can get in through one of the uh, the window slots up there. Uh, but yes, the, things have changed a bit on the outside, uh, but you do see an easy way in if you want to climb up the the wooden. Yeah, I just want to get a good check, make sure it that it is empty for us to get in. Okay, uh, you step forward on it. Um, how big of a man is Jackie Calhoun? <laughs> I wouldn't say he's a big guy. Say a. Uh, Probably average five five nine. Right. Probably the wood one hundred eighty pounds. Your your character thing. It looks kind of like a Frank Sinatra. Hey, like so a shorter guy, average build. You climb aboard. Um, there's a lot of squeaking. Everything's been lashed together, which with what looks like just bailing twine. Um, it creaks. Everything holds fairly well. You climb maybe two stories up before you get a window. So in, from inside, you can see that there modern electrical lighting has been installed uh, in the walls. They're all off right now. The floor that you're looking on, there are some murals behind glass. There are some photographs that have been put on the walls. 
Um, you see there's like a glass case that's got some artifacts in it. Like there's an old Templar sword. Uh, there's some artifacts from the war in here as well. There's some maps, that sort of thing. But you don't see any movement inside at all. Now, you do remember when you got here, uh, when you guys infiltrated and when you were caught, you were there's a level uh, that's not showing on the the maps that you saw outside showing you like what each level is and like there's even a concession on the ground floor there's there's a large level below this tower it's not shown on those maps and that's where you guys were kind of caught okay uh i'm gonna head back and uh give the lowdown what i've everything i've seen the layout what all changed Uh, as I'm heading back, I'm going to double check that Jeep to see if it's unlocked and if it has maybe any keys in it or anything. It's got no top. Uh, so like you, okay. <laughs> you hop in, uh, no keys, but these things really didn't require much of anything. You can just jam something in a slot and turn it. It'll turn over. Okay. Just want to make sure it's, I'm not going to start it up for noise mm-hmm. factor, but uh, just want to make sure if we needed to, to haul ass quick, maybe we could get to this to get away. And now I'll head back to the plane. Okay. Meanwhile, so Jackie's probably gone for a good 40, 45 minutes. <clears throat> what are you guys doing during that time? Uh, do the uh, montage thing with the weapons. Yeah. You know, grenades, yep. pistols, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, I'm going to carry what I normally carry for me, but I'm also going to carry two extra pistols. <laughs> fully loaded extra pistols and um that's if i have to do the the mini me's so don't forget our special clips with holy water yeah yeah we got those and yep but uh for me i'll go in with the right rifle pistol grenades basically okay anyone else doing anything i assume everyone else is suiting up and arming up but if you're doing anything yeah. else Okay. Um, I just wanted to keep a look out outside as well, given that I've got the best eyes and it's dark outside. Sure, I'm yeah. interested to see if I can actually see Jackie coming back as well, if he's under his shroud stuff. Um, since, if I can anybody else well, there. since you're looking for him specifically, uh, yeah, go ahead and make me a... <coughs> uh, go ahead and make me a mind check. Mind, you say. All right, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not seeing again. <laughs> no, there it is. Finally, success. Okay, since you're specifically looking for him, uh, your eyes kind of just glide past him a few oh, times until stop. you realize what you're doing, and so it's really hard to keep focus on him. Like you want to just look away. But you do see him. <laughs> You also see that the city uh, lit up several miles uh, back east of where this tower is. Not a lot nearby at all. There's a few cottages. Uh, You see like a small farm dwelling where, you know, the goats that you did the joyride above (laughs) belong to. Um, Yeah, other than that. Oh, Reginald, just to let you know, I'm going to take my rifle back, the one with the scope. Okay. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Give it. 
Okay, Jackie comes back. Yeah, as I get close, I'll give like uh, a specific type of bird call or something that we'd be used to so they know it's me approaching and everything's cool. Yeah, you're getting back into uh, team tactics that you are remembering as it's coming back to you. So, yeah. I'm going to load, you know, get the uh, the submachine gun ready to go. I'm not taking it, yeah. but I'm going to have it prepped at the plane. Sure, there's not a lot of ammo left, but uh, you, yeah. you do well, whatever check we got. It, settle it. Yeah. Did, if you wanted to take the time to actually go ahead and mount it to the plate on the floor so that it's not sliding around, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, if we got time to do that, yep. you know. Yeah, he's gone for 45 minutes or so. So, Jackie, you come back into camp. Uh, place looks empty. It's a more of a museum now, looks like. Open from from 9 to 5. Uh, there's only a one Jeep in the parking lot, American model. Uh, nothing of interest in it. Appears uh, vacant. Doing renovations. Uh, shows floor plan, but not from the area that we remember. That's below. Let's go, man. Do we need explosives or something to get into the lower area? Or was it just... I mean, no, you didn't see. No, I didn't go in. No. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll scaffold. be fine with explosives anyway. So, Yeah, so you take any extra stuff that we may need mm-hmm. explosive-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about, I'm his backup explosive guy, so in case he's the primary guy, but I'm his backup if it's a two-man job or something. Sure. Uh, mostly what you have is grenades, Um Dynamite would have not been stable <laughs> this many years later. Um, but yeah, you've got a few things. You got uh, a kit, you've got, you got some wire, you got some plungers, you've got. Uh, do we have the plastic explosive? Uh, I don't know if they had. Uh, what did they yeah. have at the end of World Bridge War II? Bridge on the River Quiet. Yeah. Okay. They were, C4 they were was not invented until 1956. Yeah. It wasn't right, C4, but they had the. Uh, the plastic right. explosive that they had for. I just remember because I saw it on Bridge on the River Kwai that they were playing around with it. The commandos were. This is the newest thing. We, our boys in London, invented this or whatever. Yeah, the first manufactured plastic explosive was 1875. <laughs> List of explosives used in World War II. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, yeah, RDX. There, that was the one. Yeah, there we go. That's what you're probably thinking of. Uh, yeah. yeah, mix of RD. They even had a mix of RDX TNT and a wax substrate. All right. Yep. Yeah. So I would imagine you have something like that. That's going to be a bit more stable. We'll add it to the list. You guys make your way um, to the old ruin tower uh, now in various stages of repair. You get to the outside of it. You're still hours away from dawn. Everything's pretty quiet. Uh, you get up to where you see the front doors again. They're, they've been chained, padlocked, but you do see like the very rickety wooden gantry that goes up a few floors to where there is an open window. Okay. I'm going to wear my RDS around my neck. All right. Um, the only one I know is a big, bigger person is Reginald because let, Reginald's let himself go since the war. <laughs> uh, so everybody else going up one at a time. Uh, it's rickety. It's, it, 
it's not a good feel. Uh, the platform. Well, do we want to try to pop the padlock off this thing? Yeah, you can do that instead. We can just. Well, we've got rope. We got rope and grapnel. If we want to climb, oh, if nobody's here, if we can just uh, look a crowbar or something and wedge the padlock. You would just want to break it. Or does anybody have uh, do we, lock picking skills? I look at the criminal Nico. Yeah, Nico yeah. might. He's got criminal. I got. Nico? I got glass cutters. Are they glass doors? No, no. no. The front doors are are uh, modern, like security doors. Okay. Yeah, but I, if you want to try and pick the lock, you certainly I can. I will try it. I will if Nico try. did that in the war, you probably have your lock picks that were in the set too. So you go ahead. Okay. So let's, let's do agility. Uh, add criminal. I'll give you a plus one for having picks. All right. Plus three. Well, waiting, waiting. I know. I, I clicked it. I took a while for my one to come through. So, you know, there it goes. Oh, look at that success! Wow. Nice yeah, worth the uh, wait. Worth the wait. Nico's practiced hands uh, pop the lock without a problem. Uh, hmm. You unchain the door, and you're able to go through. Uh, you notice there are modern electrical uh, light switches on the inside. You can see where they've surface mounted lights down the hallway you can see that there's a a map the floors are marked off with colorful dashes so you can follow it on the map nowhere on the map though <clears throat> does it say show the lower floors that you know should be here we know the where the egress to it is though yeah, don't we you do uh which is apparently the gift shop now <laughs> <laughs> Check out through there. Right. Uh, yeah, you head over to the gift shop. The gift shop has, uh, uh, you know, one of these kind of roll-down door type of things. Uh, I won't make you roll for it. It's a very simple lock. Nico just pops it, and you get in. Um, you remember there was a kind of a, a circular staircase, and so you figure about where it would be, but there doesn't seem to be an entrance anymore. The floor just has kind of like this mosaic pattern in it and a spiral. Like the center of the spiral, though, is about where you remember the circular staircase being. Tap on the floor. See, if it, does it sound hollow underneath? It sounds like brick. I mean, it, it sounds like stone. <clears throat> you think, did they cover this completely up or did they uh, make it a secret entrance? Look around for some sort of lever or button. We all start looking. All right. Do they have big hunk in the candy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've Grab got display couple. cases of all kinds of... <laughs> Grab a couple of big hunks and put them in my pocket. Right <laughs> American candies are a big thing, so they got cases of, like, Tootsie Roll and uh, stuff like that. Uh, some, Chew. Yeah. You see there's a shelf of, like, Spam, cans of Spam that are... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so oh, yeah. we start looking around. Some Elvis Presley posters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, see if there's any maybe kind of a, a latch that opens a secret door to this before we start busting stuff up. Okay, so how long do you want to take uh, to look? 10, 15 minutes, or what do y'all think? Yeah, yeah I don't think there'll yeah. be a... Unless it's the storeroom. 
between the five of us, but somebody might be might be here. That Jeep might be a night security, night watchman. So keep an eye. Okay. So you spend how long did you say? Let's say fifteen minutes. All right. So you look around. The only thing you find is that there is a switch behind the counter. I was thinking of that. Uh But you don't know what it's for. But it's like it's almost like a you know like a, a light switch in a aluminum box. It's, un- it's underneath the counter. Under the counter. Is yeah, it easy access or yeah. is it like if you're standing difficult? behind the counter? It's obvious if you're standing yeah, behind the counter. Okay, yeah, now can we look find wires and trace where the wires go to? Anybody got uh, some kind of uh, profession with repair that would be part of it? Anybody a mechanic or closest I've got close enough? Yeah, you can trace it. The conduit goes to a wall, where you know you look up, you look up, and there's like a fire alarm that it's connected to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and disconnect that. Yeah, you just cut the cut the cable. Yeah, but that's all you see. Also, not to DM for you, but our GM for you. But I would probably with the with the demolitions. There's a little bit. I would probably go a little bit with that because you have to know about wiring and stuff. With the yeah, demolition. that would have been fine too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do we want to <clears throat> take the time to make one the time and the noise to try to see if there's something under the floor? I mean, what else are we going to do? We yeah. don't know another way yeah. into this place, do we? Well, that's the mission. No. We got to get in here. So. Yep. Now there are some heavy stanchions, some iron stanchions that the that are used to rope off areas. Uh, and you, so if you're looking around, like that's the the largest, heaviest things you can see are these iron stanchions that are all over. And we all got crowbars, right? We all got yeah. the mini crowbars yep. Yep. stuff, right. you know. So yeah, the crowbars uh, though need something to lever against. I mean, what you're looking at is just a stone floor that's got like a mosaic. You know, pebble stones in it in a kind of a spiral pattern. Do you want to do a quick recon and see if we can get the night guard out of it? That's that's what I was going to do is go out into the the main area to keep watch. I'll put my cloak on and go out there. So if we hear like earth, wind, and fire planting and a dancing dinosaur and all that. Okay. So if you do that, if Calhoun goes out cloaked in shadows, Calhoun, there is a security guard out there. He's got a he's got a revolver in his hand and he's shaking. He's trying to be very quiet. He's he's tiptoeing down the hallway towards the room that you're in. Shit, the big hunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've got big hunks though. Yeah, I'll uh sneak let him kind of like move almost past me. Okay. And then uh come up behind him with a pull the knife to his throat and then be like I suggest you don't move and be very quiet. Hmm. Okay. So with the particular power, if they don't know that you're there, it's almost impossible for them to see through anything. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Make me an agility check. Any profession that would make you light on your feet, very quiet, go ahead and roll that. If you succeed at it, or at least don't fail horribly, you won't make any more noise, and you'll be able to get up behind him. <laughs> yes, I, that's a fail, but I was just was trying to let him get just past me. Uh, okay, so yeah, so here's what happens. 
unless you want to unless you want to use a hero yeah i'm going to use a point okay just because why not uh Shit, even <laughs> it's worse. even worse. <laughs> okay, so in which case, go ahead and roll initiative. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh wow, dice went cold on me. Yeah, sure enough, you make a noise. Uh, he is panicked. He whirls around to where the noise is, and he just just <laughs> he starts shooting. <laughs> um. Yeah, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to make this very difficult for him to actually hit you uh, because he just heard this noise. You may have passed by him at the time. So unless he rolls really well, but... Here comes the double sixes. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're predatoring him... But if I bleed, it means he can kill me. Uh, So you guys hear this discharge of a firearm. Uh, and you hear somebody uh, calling out. I don't believe anybody speaks uh, the language of the area, Turkish. Turkish. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so a couple of shots ring out. Uh, Jackie, you had just passed him and just gotten behind him when you made the noise. So he whirled. The gun is close, you know, but he's pointing in the wrong direction as he fires. You hear him cursing. You assume it's cursing. He looks terrified. Mm-hmm. Which, is this where you want to get in there and do that? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I want to get it right. where he knows that he's dead if he does something. So but what I want you to do, uh, do you have uh, make me? Uh, if I wanted to do something like a t- inter uh, not interrogation, uh, if I wanted to do something like intimidate, would you call that a mind a mind plus any ability? Uh, I would be. I would be mind. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so do that. Mind plus whatever you think makes you seem scary. I'll give you a plus one because he can feel the blade at his throat. That's going to be it, because I wouldn't say that soldier necessarily makes you scary or anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fearful intimidation, otherwise maybe appeal, but if it's a fearful intimidation. Success. Yeah. All right. Uh, you hear him probably. You, you hear him invoking uh, pro- uh, probably a prayer to, to whatever god he worships as he as he uh, he puts his hands up and he's he he's got the gun still in his hand, but he's got his finger off the trigger. He's shaking. I take the gun from him and I, I quickly look. Does he have any kind of like uh, cuffs or anything on his belt? Uh, yes, yes, he does. And uh, what did the rest of you guys hear do, do when you hear the gunshots? I'll go and take a look. I guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all set up. You know, gun kind of float out of his hands. <laughs> then his so arms Barney get pulled, move behind his back and cuff okay. him and move him towards the. Uh, I mean, if I if I look out there and it looks like he's got it in hand, then I'll just go back yeah, in with yeah. the others. Now we're all right. Uh, the man looks terrified. He's saying something. Nobody's picking yeah. up. Is there look like there's anything that's like a. A closet room or something to the side that I can put him in and secure him. Yeah, there's like a broom closet. Yeah, I want to do that and then uh, tear clothing or whatever I need to to, to bind his feet and gag him. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. After that. he does all that, I'll just go up to him and pop, just knock <laughs> him out. <laughs> nice. Uh, 
You know, we don't want to let him squirm around. Knock, make sure he, <laughs> Since this not, is pulp, we'll see you knock him out instead of causing debilitating brain trauma, which is yeah. really what would happen. <laughs> you, know, you just want to knock him out, you know. Just a quick boom. Okay, uh, you took care of the security guard. He didn't come down with a, a partner. Uh, the Jeep looked like it was a one-man affair. He had a bunch of garbage in the passenger side. Children's toys, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. laundry, <laughs> Barney Fife. All right. So I think what we do you would have killed him if he'd have seen us, but I'm like, I'll spare this guy. All right. So let's get back to work. Try to get. I'm not sure if it matters to you, Bert. It's 1102. I don't know. Yeah. So let me just, uh, what do you guys do? Uh, are you just going to go at the floor with the metal truncheons and break it down? Uh, Sounds like a plan, unless we're going to explode it. Yeah. Yeah. You you break through. Uh, They they just kind of walled it off. You see the beginnings of the stairs, uh, the old spiral staircase. You remember very well padding through these stairs. You remember getting when you got to the bottom of it is when the lights kind of all went on. And uh, just out of nowhere, these these creatures and these uh, robe people kind of surrounded you. And then the fight started. That's when everybody died. So these memories are very fresh in all of your minds now as your memories are coming back. They're coming down. You hit the bottom floor, and uh, there are no lights. Um, The old wiring that was kind of uh, jury-rigged in here for the people that were using it back then are still there, but you don't see, like, light switches are on anymore, anywhere. Um, All of you make me mind checks, please. It makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So you're not sure what to expect. It's just uh, it's just a round, large room. Uh, stucco is fading. The brick is broken. It just feels damp. This has been sealed off for a while. So even the air uh, doesn't smell great. Um, as you walk around, though, all of you kind of start noticing in your periphery, uh, even Braddock, that there's kind of a light that starts to build the floor. So you're walking around and uh, you guys are feeling like this static charge on your skin. And uh, you kind of all look at each other like, hey, are you feeling this? And just trying to look for some support on this. And you guys look over in the middle of the floor, like, uh, like trapped in amber is the scenes of the last seconds of your death. Like it's very solid, you guys. You're all just trapped inside of this kind of crystalline globe, uh, and you can see okay, again, uh, Jackie. You see, you're you're doing this as a bullet is just a moment from going through the middle of your skull. Poor Braddock is having his heart ripped out of his innards. Uh, Nico, his two doubles are killed next to him, and he's looking around in panic as somebody's coming in with this like huge like club like thing from behind it's just it's about to land on the back of his head uh and just frozen right there and this we'll call it for the night <laughs> okay. all right all right probably uh probably one more episode we'll maybe wrap up uh richard what do you got going on well, uh, remember to stay safe. If that goth co-worker comes over to you and says they want to offer you out for a drink, remember it's sacrifice season at the moment. 
And if you mm-hmm. want to see me sacrifice someone in order to get better at playing games, why then you might have to tune in to LMTDT. LMTD TM FFR here on Twitch. Yes, I'll get it right eventually. I do know the name. Or say it with me now. Limited, Limited time. time. Oh. It reminds me of a meme I saw going around. It's like all the scenes of Winona Ryder. It's like, remember this time of the year is when Winona Ryder reaches her most potent being. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, Bill? What do you got going on with the frogs? Well, I'm uh, continuing to run Lost City of Baracus uh, every other Wednesday. Um, they're they're getting closer. There's a couple of things I got to find, um, and I'm running a Dwarrow Deep campaign, kind of West Marches style, so you can pop in and pop out. Um, you're interested? Get in touch with me. Good stuff, Oak. You got a game after this one? Yes, sir. Uh... Midnight Central, Tuesdays after this, and then again Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, playing two games Tuesday, Friday, and I run a Grimdark Homebrew on Saturday nights. Very good. Yes, and if you found us, you know where we are. Twitch.tv slash Steam Steal Murder. The next game we've got going on is this Friday, which is a BX Dungeons and Dragons game. We're getting back to our Mistara campaign. Um, this Saturday, I. What am I doing this Saturday? Uh, we did Cyberpunk last Saturday, so this would be Goodman Games running Weird Frontiers on the official Goodman Game stream. And then Sunday, Snoff Day. Uh, soon, our traditional Halloween game. Uh, figure out who can play and what the game will be, but we will have a Halloween game this year. I guess. I guess. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, follow us at Blue Magic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K.com. All of our links there uh, for all of our social sites and uh, 13 years worth of audio goodness there with uh, Richard, who just shakes his head when I say it's been 13 years <laughs> since that mess started. Uh, oh, yes, indeed. So Longshot GM, call out in the chat there, suggesting Call of Cthulhu or Bureau 13, maybe? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Bureau 13. I haven't rocked that in a while. We'll see how it goes. But uh, no one on to raid now, so let's just say goodbye, everybody. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I left Jeff for last so that if he had anything to say about his Kickstarter, I turned in the extra uh, the extra module, the stretch goal module for a peruse. Uh, how's it going, Jeff? We're going through it right now. We're going through it, just making sure everything's up to snuff, and uh, hopefully that'll be the last thing we need to go through. So we will certainly announce uh, when the Kickstarter goes live for this game that we are playing now. Uh, It is, again, if you back, um, I mean, it exists. It it will be a very quick turnaround uh, when it does go live. And we've got the first, uh, I think, only stretch goal also uh, in final edits and reviews now. So look forward to that, folks. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.